Hello and welcome to Para Not So Normal. I'm your host, Brittany, and today I'm here with my sister. And today we're going to talk about all things manifestation. We're going to talk about how my sister used different manifestation techniques to build her dream life. Okay, so today I'm here with my younger sister, Michaela. Why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? So my name is Michaela, and I never know what to say when somebody asks me this question. <laughs> and when somebody asks me this question, I always say I never know what to say. It's like there's so much to everybody that it's hard to fit it into one sentence, but... That's very true. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of... Yeah, I'll just yeah. give them a brief summary. My name is Michaela. I'm 22 years old, and yeah. <laughs> That's basically all I, I don't know what else to say so in one cute. sentence. Well, there's a lot of amazing, really cool things about you. But if you want to get to know her more, you should follow her to YouTube. She is almost at 100,000 subscribers. And oh, I'm just so proud. I'm genuinely so happy for her. She's killing it. And that's kind of actually what we're going to be talking about today. Because the theme is manifestation. And this one here has totally manifested her dream life like is that too much to say I feel like no it sounds weird to say out loud but when you really look into it like I did no you did and no, not saying that in a cocky way but no. like it's just proving that manifestation is real mm-hmm. and that once you set your mind to something you can mm-hmm. do it I literally just got goosebumps as you said that <laughs> so where where do we even start I mean I know where it kind of started I had the I don't know if honor is the right word but pleasure opportunity to watch her go through this and it's honestly so inspiring and I'm her older sister I'm seven and a half years older so I really got to watch you grow and go after this dream of yours and just watch her put in the work but it just start coming and coming and now I mean I remember a year ago you were like oh I just want to be at a hundred thousand subscribers and you're you're here and now it's like okay you're here and it's funny because she won't say this, but I'll say it for her. She is the most humble person that I know. Genuine, humble, and <laughs> no, but it's true. And her life has completely changed because you've manifested, and we'll talk about what you did and how, but you manifested, you worked hard, and you got your dream essentially. And you're only growing from here though. Now you have new dreams. You're living your dream life, the dream that you had a year ago. Yeah. But you're still, you know. It's crazy because like, a year ago today, today, this was such a big goal for me, was to reach this point in my life where I'm financially stable enough mm-hmm. to be on my own and support myself. In Vancouver. I'm sorry, yeah. but we live in the Vancouver area, and it is expensive here for a 22-year-old. Because, yeah, sorry, I interrupted you, but mm-hmm. I just needed to say that. Go ahead. I was going to say, for a 22-year-old to be moved out living in an apartment completely financially independent is absolutely incredible. And not just any apartment. This is high-rise, brand spanking new. Sorry, no. I could I could go off about you. But. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and it's so important having, like, even if you don't have a lot of people that support you, it's so important to have, like, at least somebody in your life 
And it's not needed, but it's very nice to have. Of course. Know? It's hard. And that's a whole other thing we could talk about. But it's really hard when you are trying to manifest something or you have a goal towards something and people in your life are just not supportive of it. Mm-hmm. Or people in your life think, oh, that's not realistic. That's not attainable. That's not sustainable. You're not going to make good money doing this. And I totally understand that your friends, your family, they're there for you and they want the best for you. They genuinely want the best for you. Most people at least, right? So sometimes they could be hesitant to support these things because they think that you're not going to be successful and it's because they want the best for you. But I think people need to break out of the matrix and that sounds really cheesy, but people need to break out of that mindset. Mm -hmm. I think, imagine if we were to tell kids, you can do anything you set your mind to go after your dreams Mm -hmm. and you can, you can do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, there's like this one picture that has always stood out to me because I feel like I just wasn't meant, like we'll dive into this in a bit, but I just wasn't meant for school Mm -hmm. and I've always felt that way, like I kind of felt out of place there and I hated it and there's just one picture that really changed my perspective on society and just how not everybody is going to fit into one box. Um, It was this picture of a tree and there was like a whale, a monkey, an elephant, and a whole bunch of different animals beside it. And then the person there was like, okay, everybody has to climb this tree. So basically the guy is telling, or the person in the photo is telling the animals to, oh, you all have to climb up this tree as like your test. Mm. And they're all like, yeah. how is the whale going to climb the tree? Yeah. It's not made to climb the tree. No. You know what I mean? So Exactly. No, I agree 100%. I'm a, and I'm a teacher. I've taught both in elementary and high school. And it's true. School is just not for everybody. It's not. And not saying school is bad or wrong or anything like that. You know, if you're going off to university and you're studying to become a doctor or whatever it may be, I'm not saying don't go to school. I'm not saying drop out of school. However, if it's not resonating with you, if it's not sitting right with you, if you have other dreams and school is simply getting in the way and you feel like you have to go to school because your parents are pressuring you or you have to go to school because society makes you feel like if you don't go to school and you don't get that degree, you're a failure, that's not the case. And why don't we use that as a segue to jump into your story Mm -hmm. and kind of where you started post high school because you Mm -hmm. went you know you did high school went through high school Mm -hmm. just enjoying the high school experience but then when you went off to university why don't Mm -hmm. you you, yeah take it away so I mean throughout high school I didn't really like high school I had like just a couple close friends and that was it basically I just thought everyone was really fake and I just never really felt like I fit in in any way there like in terms of the schooling and I just didn't like school which is fine but it's high school so you kind of have to do high school and just in terms of the people there I just feel like I never really fit in but also in high school I wasn't as open-minded as I was now so I was kind of more in like following society and I was telling myself I had to go to university and I had to go get a degree we grew up with a very in a very religious household mm-hmm. where it was just kind of like religion is the only way to go and that was it at the end of the day like we didn't really have another option or at least I felt like I never had another option mm-hmm. which is fine because that's how we were raised and my and might I add we were 
we were raised with the best intentions. We had a lovely childhood. Oh, yeah. We were super fortunate. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say we weren't, but my parents extremely religious, and mm-hmm. that was definitely put on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, and to each their own, um, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. But then, like, after high school, I would still, like, after I graduated, I still considered myself to be religious, and I never really opened my mind to anything else because anything else outside of religion scared me, and I would always feel guilty about thinking it. Yeah. You know? And well, so, that's all you knew, right? It's yeah. all you knew. And it's like, of course, as a kid, whatever your parents say, that's the that's the truth, right? Because yeah, yeah. That, that's that. Anyways. Yeah. So, so, of course. My parents always told us that we needed to go through school. Mm-hmm. And once we get a degree, then we can do what we want. So I always told them that I wanted to do something more creative, but I wasn't exactly sure what. My biggest dream has always honestly, like, forever been to be a YouTuber, which sounds crazy. But when I was, like, little, I would always make videos. I remember that. <laughs> I would ask for a new camera every single Christmas, and I would vlog everything and even edit i would go on the computer and edit the videos together as a child it was the cutest thing ever (laughs) it was and so i would never post those videos because i was too scared to tell my mom and i don't remember if i ever asked her but i knew she would say no because Mm -hmm. obviously like the internet can be scary so i never i don't know if i even asked but i never posted them but it's always been like a dream of mine but I've always kind of pushed it to the back of my head because I was like I always thought that that's so unrealistic like I have to get a degree first Mm -hmm. and I always push those the societal constructs yeah exactly that was always taking over so I ended up going to one semester of college and Mm -hmm. the first semester I did nursing prerequisites did I really want to become a nurse? Was that my passion? No, I literally hated biology. <laughs> I failed. I failed the biology course mm-hmm. by like 1%, I think. It was like really close, but I failed it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you're smart. You're very capable. You probably didn't do well. Oh, no, well. I never studied. Exactly. That's I what I was going to say. Once. You I, weren't interested in yeah. it. Your heart yeah. wasn't there. No, I did the homework to the bare minimum. But if I'm honest, I didn't study. I didn't care. I was just kind of going through the motions of going to school just to see, like, my friends there. Mm-hmm. And that was the only And you had thing. to because you had to. Exactly, because I had to. Yeah. I, I literally was doing it because I had to. And my parents mm-hmm. kind of told me I had no other option but yeah. to get this degree. Yeah. So I was going along with it because I was like, okay, there's no way I'm ever going to convince um, them. And if mm-hmm. it wasn't me getting a degree, then I would have to move out. That was, mm-hmm. like, what they were saying back yeah. then, which is fine. But, like, I no, yeah. I thought that was my only choice. So, did the first semester of nursing prerequisites. And then I was I was just so unhappy in life, just in general. I wasn't, like, depressed or anything. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, feeding my inner soul, soul and my passions, mm-hmm. it just wasn't being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I knew that something needed to change. Mm-hmm. And I was just feeling very not myself and like I was I was literally just going through the motions of school mm-hmm. basically just doing things that I disliked every single day to please other people yeah then come the second semester of school which started in January I tried to drop out then but my parents were like okay why don't you just try to take other courses like you don't have to do the nursing biology and stuff just try to take a few courses that you're genuinely 
interested in like a different avenue yeah yeah so I looked on their thing and I'm like oh god like there's nothing (laughs) and it's like especially at the beginning of your college education university there's so many courses that you have to take that have nothing to do with your degree they're just Uh, electives electives so I registered for a few just like elective courses I'm like okay I'll try this out Still ended up hating it. Still ended up hating having to go to school. Had no interest because the courses ended up not even being about what I thought they were going to be about because they added (laughs) so much bullshit in there that I was like, okay, this is not enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Anyway, school just gave me anxiety and the thought of studying made me want to throw up. I never, ever in my life, I don't think I actually genuinely studied Mm -hmm. ever because I just, it makes me want to throw up and I guess that just really means that school isn't for me. But let me tell you, it's not that she can't work. Like, I watched her start this whole YouTube thing, which we'll get into later. But this girl is committed. She's dedicated. She can sit down for hours at a time to edit, to film, to do whatever she's doing. It's a matter of passion. Mm -hmm. Oh, if I wanted to be a doctor, I could be a doctor. I can do it. I'll go through the schooling because I know I want to be a doctor and I can do it. But the thing is, is that I didn't want to do anything within school. So it didn't, it wasn't motivating. And I was no. like, why am I putting my energy towards this? Yeah. It was a waste of mom and dad's money because they paid for my education. Mm. And at the end of that semester, I sat them down and I'm like, look, okay, this isn't benefiting me. It's this not isn't benefiting, benefiting you. you. So I think we're going to have to do something about this. And I convinced them. After many, I'm pretty sure I made a PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) I really, it took some convincing. It wasn't just a one day thing too. No, and I also had a private, a couple private conversations with mom to help convince her as well. That's funny. And I remember I made a video. I don't know where this video is, to be honest. I have no idea where this is stored. But I made a deal with mom that I had the summer and the next semester off Mm -hmm. to make $2,000 a month Mm -hmm. doing YouTube or Mm -hmm. doing something that I can generate, income I can generate. Yeah, Yeah. without school. Yeah, without school. And if I can make $2,000 a month, Mm -hmm. then she would let me take another semester off Mm -hmm. and go like that. Yeah. Um, Did I end up making $2,000? No. After that one semester... I did not end up making $2,000 on my own. Because let me tell you, that was hard. Well, starting, I mean, yeah, it takes time, patience. Yeah, no, of course. And that's the thing that I um, I didn't realize when I first started was that how much work and how yeah. long it takes to mm-hmm. get to the point that I am now. And with manifestation in general, it's like you can't just wake up and boom, everything you want is there. It's a journey. You have to also enjoy the journey because then you appreciate it more. Um, but it's a matter of sticking with it, mm-hmm. continuing to manifest and immerse yourself in what it is that you want, having faith that it will happen mm-hmm. because it will. It's only, it's just a matter of yeah. time. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that when I first dropped out of school, I was still religious and I did not believe really in manifestation because mm-hmm. I thought that that was kind of bad in a way. Yeah. I never thought it was bad, but like I didn't want to do it because yeah. I was scared. I felt guilty yeah like oh is this unreligious like Mm -hmm. is this gonna send me to hell type of thing yeah so when I dropped out of school I just knew that school wasn't for me that's the reason why I dropped out it's like I had this dream but I was still very unsure in myself Mm -hmm. and I just knew that I couldn't 
be doing school. Yeah. That was it. And I just really just took yeah. it day by day. But mm-hmm. the moment that really did change my life was the night that I watched the movie The Secret. Yes. We watched that around the same time, I think. I think so. Because I think I told you to watch it, didn't Or I, I think mom, mom actually told us all to watch it. Oh, did she? Because she came across oh. it. Yeah, and we watched it at around the same time and definitely thought it was fascinating. Um, you obviously thought it was fascinating. Yeah, because I never really believed in like manifestation or any of that until I watched that documentary and I was like that just really flipped my world 360 upside down wow mm-hmm. if I never watched that I honestly don't know where I would be today and yeah. it sounds stupid but that was just kind of like the seed that mm-hmm. was planted within me and yeah. baby did you blossom from there <laughs> <laughs> after I watched that I was like holy shit this dream that I've had for basically my whole life it can come true it can be a reality yeah, and I was like wow I can do this like mm-hmm. I can manifest this question mark mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like wow so I remember at that time I was working as a hostess at a restaurant and were you working there at that time yeah oh wow mm-hmm. that was a long time ago then yeah okay and I knew that I really loved video editing so I was doing a couple of like side gigs for video editing and making a bit of money that way Mm -hmm. plus working at um, a restaurant and this is after I dropped out of school and so I was still unsure I was posting YouTube videos at this time but it was very sporadic it was just kind of like one every few weeks one a month like it wasn't that serious and I was just kind of doing it for fun because I finally was like fuck it I don't care what people think about me I'm just gonna start posting what I want and start this YouTube thing you were getting your footing yeah and you were getting over you were getting over like you said the thoughts of other people exactly because my whole life let me tell you I lived my life based off of what other people thought about me if somebody Same. didn't like me, if somebody was making fun of me behind my back in high school, I would take that to heart mm-hmm. and I would, it would, it destroy me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. absolutely destroy yeah. me. And Well, you're a Pisces, mm-hmm. so you're sensitive by nature. Mm-hmm. I am a Pisces moon and Pisces rising, so I got that in me too, so <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. Um, yeah, so I've always cared about other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Obviously not anymore. But I did, and at that time, I was just kind of easing my way. Like, after I watched a documentary, I was like, okay, fuck it. Who cares what other people think about me? I can create my own reality. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really started stepping in to who I really was and started being, like, that boss bitch mentality. I can do whatever I set my mind to. That Mm -hmm. really planted a seed within me. Yes. And so, after that, I was just slowly posting YouTube videos and a year passes by I was basically just still doing that and COVID hits Mm -hmm. and so we were on lockdown I got let off of my hostessing job and so during lockdown I honestly was just doing video editing I wasn't really posting on YouTube because our house was under renovations right mom was sick yes and it was just not a good the timing was off it was like 
things were going crazy yeah the world things were going crazy within my house everything yeah. just fell off yeah and I wasn't I don't think I even posted one YouTube video around that time maybe one in like the spam of like six months I'm not sure but I was just kind of doing video editing and making a pretty good income off of that and I wasn't working at the restaurant but then a few months later when things started to reopen again the restaurant wanted to hire me back obviously because they're getting everyone back and that is when I officially quit yeah I remember that and yeah and it was like kind of a huge moment for me because I wasn't making that much money off of video editing it was still less than two thousand dollars a month like mom originally mm -hmm. said <laughs> I don't remember yeah. exactly how much but it probably was just a thousand a month maybe even a little bit over mm -hmm. not 100 percent sure but it wasn't like a it wasn't over two thousand dollars a month yeah but I kind of decided to take that risk because I was like look now if now is not the time then when because I've been I was contemplating quitting before COVID hit but I took this as a sign that this is my time mm -hmm. now that I already had the time off mm -hmm. to really yeah focus and at this point you were aware of what manifest oh yeah. you were aware of what manifestation yeah. is can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Was there anything that you did, specific manifestation techniques to help? And it's okay if there mm -hmm. wasn't anything. Oh, yeah, there was. So we want to know. I would lay in my bed at night with my headphones on, mm -hmm. listen to music that would make me feel like good like a boss ass bitch like that <laughs> you know that type of music that just pumps you up? Mm -hmm. I would be in my bed at night, 12 o'clock a.m. with my headphones on, like laying down and listening to that music with my eyes shut envisioning what my life is going to look like see that's my favorite way of manifesting that's what i do not always with music but music man does it help like do i bump music in the car and i just it makes me feel so good and i dance to it it's so important to get that frequency your vibration up there but that's exactly what i love personally that's my favorite way to manifest myself i love to visualize and immerse mm -hmm. myself in that emotion exactly. that's exactly what i did mm -hmm. is i visualized and i immersed myself in the mm -hmm. emotion of how would it feel if i was financially stable enough to live on my own yeah. how would i feel if i had a banging youtube channel I, that was my job mm -hmm. and that was my lifestyle how would that feel and i yeah. immersed myself in those feelings yeah. at night with my headphones on mm -hmm. in silence oh, sorry like no one was around me is what i mean in silence because there was music, music blasting in my ears <laughs> but that's what i would do and i would do it probably for like 15 minutes a night it wasn't too long maybe even 10 minutes mm -hmm. and that was my technique of manifesting and even you made vision boards too though right yeah i made vision boards but those are just kind of something that I made and just would kind of forget about. You know More so I mean? reminders though. Yeah. But I'm the same way. Manifestation, I believe, is different for everybody. For me, what you just described, that's personally my favorite way to manifest is really visualizing and immersing myself in that emotion. I do script sometimes. I do do other things sometimes, you know, vision boards. I do all those other things. But for me, the best way to elicit that emotion is visualization. And the best way is going to be different for everybody. It just depends on what works best for you. So what I would recommend is just playing around with all the different techniques and just finding something that you genuinely enjoy. I talked about this on one of my TikTok videos. You want to enjoy manifesting. You don't want it to feel like a chore. If you're going to bed at night and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't manifest today. I need to script. I need to write down in my journal. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be in the vibration you want to be in. Mm -hmm. So, And also, I, I'm right now still trying to manifest things in my life um and I 
don't do the lay in bed with headphones on as often but what I like to do now is every time I drive mm-hmm. I'll listen to the music like when I'm in the car alone yeah. listen to the music and visualize and feel while I'm driving because I, mm, yes usually when I drive somewhere like if I'm going to a fitting or whatever or going back home it's like usually long drives like half an hour yeah so I'll take that time to be my manifestation yes. zone where I'm in the car because you're driving anyway yes. so what are you going to do when you're driving yeah I'll take that time to listen to my music yeah. and to get in those feelings mm-hmm. those emotions while I'm yeah. driving and yeah. that's such I love manifesting I that. oh my gosh I do that too especially when it's sunny outside mm, best thing ever but yeah, no, that's important that you say that because some people are like, oh, I just can't stick to a schedule to manifest or meditate or whatever it may be. You know, life is busy. It's like, okay, well, if that stresses you out, you know, if making a schedule stresses you out, that's probably not good for you vibrationally. Fit it in the pockets of your day just like that. Like when you're driving, when you're taking a poop on the toilet, like, yeah, it, it, I don't it, know. It doesn't matter when, it just no. matters that you're physically feeling those emotions in the shower that's one of my favorite ways okay. when I take a shower I put me- the music on mm-hmm. oh, yeah okay for me I don't for me when I take a shower this is really random but I started doing this recently where I listen to spa music while I'm in the shower Ooh, and then I'll that's put nice. essential oils in the oh, shower that sounds and I'll nice. use it as a meditative mm-hmm. thing where it's mm-hmm. not so much manifestation but I'll just kind of clear it's your my zen mind. my zen yeah yeah you, you know what I've I think I feel like I've done similar when I take a oh, bath yeah, not in it but I like that idea in, right? in the shower too I love manifesting in the shower for sure that sounds like something else I would love so we'll have to switch it up and mm-hmm. yeah um anyways to get back to my story <laughs> though I'm not even done it's okay we, keep going because no, we're going so sidetracked yeah. up with things I'm saying so after I officially quit my job and a couple months prior to 2021 so in November early December my boyfriend Joel was like very unhappy and he was in university as well and I'm going to have him on the podcast on another episode because he has a really cool story too so just side note but anyways continue Mm -hmm. so he was just very unhappy he was playing football at the time or he had just actually quit the football team. I don't remember the exact timeline, but mm-hmm. I think this might have been when he had quit the football team because he was it just was not he played, making him happy. Yeah, he played football for his university. Mm-hmm. He went to UBC and he just wasn't happy and thinking to himself like is this what I really want for myself? He wasn't really sure exactly what he was doing in school either because he was just kind of listening to other what other people thought he should do Mm -hmm. and basically the same thing that I went through Mm -hmm. and so he was talking to me about it and he was like I'm thinking of taking a semester off just to see what happens and then I'm like you know what if now is not the time to do something full force and really manifest our dream lives and go for it go for it then when is yeah and I'll let him explain this when he comes on the podcast, but him dropping out of school was a huge, huge thing for him Mm -hmm. because everybody around him was unsupportive Mm -hmm. and it was just a very, very rough decision for him Mm -hmm. and it was a hard decision for him. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that we've realized now is that the toughest decisions or the riskier decisions are what are going to have the highest reward. Ooh, that gave me chills. It's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Yeah. 
And so we were both like, you know what? Joel didn't know exactly what he wanted to do. So he was like, why don't I just take this time, help you build your YouTube channel and we'll just go ham. We'll go ham posting three videos a week. I will help you film. I'll help you edit because it's a lot to do by yourself, especially Mm -hmm. when I was still doing like my video editing job at the time. And so we basically took 2021 and we just went ham on my YouTube channel. And we're like, we don't know what's going to come out of this, but the signs that we were getting from the universe around this time where Joel was quitting school and we were thinking about doing this full force were insane. Like, stuff that you wouldn't imagine. Just for an example, this is just one of the instances that happened. When Joel was considering dropping out, I was showing him this really motivational YouTube video that I had just stumbled upon, and I was like, oh, Joel would really like this. Mm -hmm. So I was showing it to him. And he was holding my phone, and for some reason, I was just like, oh, um, I need to say something. So I paused the video, and I look at the video, and I pause it at 444, and we looked up the meaning of that. And the first thing that popped up was, this is a sign that this is, like, the right decision to make, or something along the lines of, like, it was a clear-as-day mm-hmm. sign. And we were like, holy shit. And that was just one thing that happened. There mm-hmm. was multiple things that happened within that timeline that were signs showing us like, yes, do this. So that's when we started getting into manifestation. That's when January of 2021 is when I really took that manifestation mindset seriously. I want to watch The Secret again. We should watch yeah. it like tonight yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. No, it's okay. <laughs> Like, I started, we, every single morning, would wake up at 7 a.m. and go on an hour-long walk. And you know what we would do in that an hour-long walk? Medit- or manifest. We would talk about our life right now. The one we're living right now is what we would talk about on Ugh. the walks last year. Yeah. We would yeah. say... I remember you guys going for walks. Yeah. I remember you... And every single yeah. morning, we'd be like, we're going to be in this apartment. We're going to be financially stable to sustain ourselves. It's crazy how I would we would go on those walks every single morning Mm -hmm. and now we have that life that we were manifesting yeah because joel ended up moving in with my parents so he lived with lived with us in Mm -hmm. the house yeah that's how we would because we were working together every day yeah and at this time i think i started off with like three and a half maybe four thousand subscribers so i was basically I, i i guess that's like a good amount but it was basically you had you had a little bit from the previous year and a bit yeah but nothing like were you even making money no I wasn't making money I was maybe making like a hundred dollars a month maybe yeah and that was just from AdSense like I wasn't getting any sponsorships or anything Mm -hmm. because my views were really low yeah so basically Joel didn't have a job I was working video editing on the side and we were doing this YouTube thing full force. We were working for free basically yeah. because when you're building something, a lot of the time you're yeah. going to either, you either have to go in the hole yeah. or work for free. And that's kind of what I feel like I'm doing now. And I'll talk about everything I've kind of been through on a later date. Um, maybe when I actually get to where I'm trying to get to, but I'm on summer break right now for teaching and I'm starting this podcast. I'm, I have a few things that I'm doing basically, but I'm working. Am I getting paid for any of it? No. Exactly. I don't even care though because I'm so passionate about it. I could talk about this stuff all day long. Mm -hmm. I just, oh, I'm getting Mm -hmm. chills and I'm getting Mm -hmm. excited just talking about it. So it doesn't even feel like work. Yeah. Basically. Let me tell you, like 
it was not all sunshine and rainbows that no, year was like joel like the, like these videos are not like they're not going anywhere mm-hmm. like i'm not growing my channel isn't growing but we stuck to it mm-hmm. no matter what and that was our plan from the beginning of the year was no matter what just this do it. whole year no matter what happens whether you get zero views whether you you make zero dollars we're sticking to it because mm-hmm. if you don't go for it you're mm-hmm. always going to regret it what if? and ask what if mm-hmm. and so yeah. that was our plan and we stuck to it no matter what it was mm-hmm. very very extremely discouraging at times don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but we always knew in the back of our heads that we don't know how it's going to specifically happen, but we knew. It would. You yeah, knew it we would. we knew it would happen. Yeah. We knew that in a year's time, mm-hmm. or we didn't actually, we weren't so strict on the timeline. That was just our manifestation. Yes. Yeah. But we were just like, it would be nice to be in a year's yeah. time, but we knew that putting a timeline on manifestation isn't always good. Exactly. You so, can't. Exactly. Because it, really... it might be limiting, and maybe your manifestation just needs more time and that's okay yeah, too. Exactly. And I think where a lot of people fall short or I don't want to say fail, but when people start to manifest or when people start to go towards something, like you said at times it was very discouraging, but you didn't stop. Mm-hmm. You went for it anyways. I feel like that takes courage. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people when they get discouraged, they give up. Oh yeah, and that's the thing like it's so trust me, it's easy to give up. It's, it's easy. It is. And it's because we want that instant gratification. We feel like mm-hmm. failures if it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Yeah. Like imagine imagine posting three videos a week, taking all that time to film and edit and getting nothing, basically nothing in return. Yeah. You didn't, or I didn't visually see anything get yeah. happening in return. Exactly. So that's... It was tough. happening. It was happening mm-hmm. up in the other realms. Yeah. It just hadn't manifested into the 3D yet. Yeah. So it's just kind of very, it could be very discouraging. And if you're trying to manifest something and set your mind to something, you have to make sure that if you really want it, you can't give up because you can't put a timeline on something either. And so that's why we were like, look, it would be nice if this happened in a year from now. And that was our original plan and what we wanted. But we also weren't like, oh, if it doesn't happen within this year, that's it. We were just kind of like, you know what, we're going to, we're going to do this until until, until it happens because you knew that it would happen and within a year they got well you're almost you're at what 99 point or 98 point something now something like close. you're really close to 100k mm-hmm. subscribers and that was your ultimate goal and now it's like you're not just stopping like you have yeah and you're manifesting al- more yeah. now and also it's like my our goal wasn't necessarily to for me to get 100,000 subscribers our goal was more for mm-hmm. we were manifesting more of the lifestyle that we wanted. Yes. So instead of saying mm-hmm. to ourselves like, "Oh, this is the only way we're going to be financially right. abundant," mm-hmm. is for Michaela to get a hundred thousand subscribers. Right. Totally. We were open to any avenue that would present itself to you. Exactly. Yeah. And so we were just kind of open to everything, mm-hmm. and things happened, and like in so many different ways that we would have never expected it to and I think that's because we opened ourselves to anything Mm -hmm. you didn't limit yourself like you don't want to put limits to your manifestation you just just like you said you acted as if you acted as if you had the life you wanted Mm -hmm. you didn't get too too specific Mm -hmm. because you want to allow the different possible ways the universe could 
or might have handed it to you. It so happened to be getting 100,000 subscribers because that was something that you did talk about too. You thought like, how cool would it be if I got that? Mm-hmm. Not that you specifically manifested that mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. You manifested the life you wanted to live in. With that came the 100K. Mm-hmm. And so when we... And so we actually weren't even um, thinking about moving out this fast. We mm-hmm. were thinking about oh. actually moving out in this month. We were mm-hmm. like, we'll move out in the summer mm-hmm. because we wanted to give ourselves more time at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that in... February we were just kind of looking at places just to kind of get our foot in the feet wet yes exactly we were just kind of looking and then we stumbled upon upon this place actually so the day before we even stumbled upon this place I was like Joel like I don't want to get myself too excited now because Mm -hmm. we're not going to move out for a few more months Mm -hmm. so I'm just not going to look anymore yeah and for some reason I looked again and I saw this place and I sent it to Joel and I was like, hmm, like I'm going to message this guy and mm-hmm. see if we can go get a viewing just to see. And then the morning of our viewing, my brother sent me the link to the listing. To the same to place. To the same place. And he was like, this is so nice. And I was like, dude, I literally booked, like have a booking with him today. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? That's so weird. Mm-hmm. And then he was like. He was like, oh, this could be, like, the one. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to move out now. Like, it's, we want to move out more towards the summer. I don't have anything. Um, I don't have, like, anything to move out. I'm not ready. So we were like, whatever. And <laughs> lo and behold, mm-hmm. it literally fell into our laps, this yeah. place. Everything aligned perfectly. And and this is the craziest thing ever. Because I just realized this now, but I have this journal and I looked back in this journal Mm -hmm. from like a week or two before we came upon this place. Mm -hmm. And in the journal I wrote, um, if I'm meant to move out soon, you have like universe, you have to hand this to me on a silver platter. I just got chills. Yeah. And this was handed to us on a silver platter. I'm not going to go into the details on why and how, but it was literally handed to Mm -hmm. us on a silver platter and don't worry we will get into that on another episode because Mm -hmm. I want to do another one talking with you and talking with my roommate about how we all kind of live together and how it happened so you're going to talk about how it fell into place for you I'll talk about how it fell into place for me and my roommate will talk about how it fell into place for her because the way it happened for all of us like there's no way the universe like yeah. I don't even know how to say it. Like, yeah. it was meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And us, me and my boyfriend moving out together was a huge deal to me because of, like, mm-hmm. the support that I wasn't getting from, like, my parents and stuff about it all. Yeah. And so it was, like, a huge decision on my part because I've lived my whole life trying to please others. And this is, like, the one of the first huge decisions that I made just for me yeah and just what's for what's going to make me happy yeah. in life yeah and taking that risk and making that decision to move out and be completely financially on our own completely Sorry. just moved out yeah was the best decision mm-hmm. that I've ever made and let me tell you I since I moved out obviously you have that fear in the back of your mind that's always like oh, like, money, like, what if something fails? Like, what if this? What if that? Obviously, that's, like, normal to have those doubts. But, like, on the forefront of my brain, obviously, I'm still having that mentality where I'm manifesting shit. And there's always that, like, worry. So just let me tell you this if you need to be encouraged. 
ever since I moved out from from the day I moved out, I I'm making triple what I made like three months ago. Ooh, I just got chills again. Like financially. Yeah. Which is crazy. You yeah. think it'd be like not the opposite, but like that's how so the universe was basically like, Look, Michaela, yeah, here's this opportunity on yeah. a silver platter. You can take it and excel this yeah. mu- this much. The chills. Or you cannot take it and you can stay stagnant within your yeah. life. Oh my gosh, I'm literally look at Michaela. Look at my goosebumps. Oh my god. Like when I tell you I get chills, I get chills. That was and for me when I get chills, it's like confirmation. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy you're talking about this and how everything was just handed to you because it's real. And just, you mm-hmm. know, what I've kind of went through recently, again, I'll talk about it on a later episode, but I'm so excited for what's to come because watching you go through that and me now having this kind of moment where everything literally just fell into place in a similar way, I'm so excited for what's to come even though I know that it's going to take time Mm -hmm. and that's okay. and that's fine. But I know it's real. I I really do, especially after watching you and Joel and Mm -hmm. everything that's happened. And it's funny because this whole time I realize now that this whole time since 2021 building this foundation building this foundation for ourselves me and my boyfriend my boyfriend is doing his own thing now like he'll go into that more into depth but he's the happiest he's ever been he's Mm -hmm. making he's financially stable himself Mm -hmm. that's his whole other thing but this whole time while building since 2021 I just realized now that I was just growing my roots yeah and now I think I'm just on the verge of like actually my plant is growing now because I was literally just growing. I'm getting goosebumps too. Damn. Everywhere. Like Like when I say like are my hair standing up? Yes. Anyways. But I was literally just growing my roots and now I feel like I'm starting on the verge of blossoming. And also I realized that your goals and your manifestations never stop. Once you reach the point where you are dying of reaching like a year ago today when I really wanted to be at this point Mm -hmm. in my life, it's like now I'm aiming for even bigger. Yeah, like there's no... There's no end. There's no end. Mm-hmm. That's why when you manifest, you don't want to think of an end point or anything like yeah. that. You, you want, want to limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Just enjoy the journey. Exactly. And that's probably one of the biggest tips I can ever give somebody is to enjoy the journey. Because honestly, it would be cool to be back in my shoes a year ago today and mm-hmm. just experience like doing the whole walking and manifesting this life now. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's why... It's just so important to enjoy every single part of your journey and always be present. Be present, yes. And like, yes, you're manifesting into this future, but mm-hmm. it's about finding that balance of manifesting while also be being very present with yourself now. And being grateful mm-hmm. for where you're at now and yeah. what you have now. Yeah. And just know that you're going to get there. Yes. So since you know you're going to get to that point in your life, be grateful and enjoy your journey as it's happening now totally because one day you might wish that you were back Mm -hmm. back um building your block building your foundation building your roots and it's like would you appreciate where you're at right now if you hadn't gone through everything you've gone through like what if you do you know what i mean if somebody just handed this life to me on a plate it would get old in two seconds because yeah. I didn't work for it because I didn't yeah. go through that journey. Yeah. It's not as special. And you grew as a person as you, mm-hmm. as yeah, you went I through I learned it. so much. I feel like I learned more within that year and I'm learning more now mm-hmm. than I ever have in the 12 years I went to school. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, like 100%. You know what I mean? I, I totally agree. School, yeah, school is not for everyone and that's okay. Yeah. Um, if it's for you, that is awesome too. Like you don't teach their own, basically. Yeah, and um, oh, I would get so much backlash like working at the restaurant. Like pe- customers would come in and be like, oh, what are you doing for school? And I'm like, oh, I'm not in school. And then they'd look at me and be like, so when are you going back? What is it with – because I was a waitress for about eight years and customers like to get up in your business. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. Like, people just have these expectations, like, mm-hmm. especially now within society, like, oh, you have to go to post-secondary, you have to get this mm-hmm. degree, and you have to have this and have that. But, like, no, yeah. like, literally oh, – also, one thing I noticed is that – I also preach this a lot, but I just want to say this because I just feel like this is such an important message to everybody out there. It's so important to realize that your life is unique and you're on your own journey. You can never – fall behind on your own journey in life exactly because everybody has their own journey no matter how old you are yeah and if you see people that are younger than you Mm -hmm. being technically more successful within society standards Mm -hmm. you can't take that as you being behind or Mm -hmm. a failure because that's their journey yeah exactly and what is success Mm-hmm. what success is to you could be different than exactly. what success is to me exactly. and society's version of success why why do we just accept what society's version of success is yeah there's no real definition for it because everybody's yeah. definition is going to be different totally there's and there's also success in different ways different ways 100 like percent. yeah success are you happy yeah not just success exactly um, it's a su- success in every part of your life it's yeah. not just like oh there's one type of success that you can yeah have. like it's so yeah. broad and so and at the end of the day if you are happy if your soul is fulfilled who gives a shit what what you're doing mm-hmm. as long as you're not harming anybody else yeah. of course you know like as long as you're not yeah. harming anyone else do your thing mm-hmm. and never think that it's too late if you're mm-hmm. in That's, your later, even your later stages of mm-hmm. life, you're still alive. You're still on this planet. Who yeah. cares how old you are? If 100%. you want to do something, do it. You can create whatever reality you want. And whatever, totally. your, your external reality is a direct correlation to your thoughts. And yeah. I realize that. It's mm-hmm. like what I think actually manifests into reality. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Yeah. And it's true. Like every, I've manifested everything in my life consciously no um but even like when I was going through university when I was studying to become a teacher I know that I manifested that I I don't know I get I don't really want to get into that now but now I'm consciously manifesting Mm -hmm. if that makes sense now that I know what manifestation Mm -hmm. is so it's like now that I'm conscious of it I cannot wait to see where it takes me but what you were talking about when you were saying it doesn't matter how old you are, it's never too late. It's so true. I mean, I'm still young. I'm 28. I will be 29 this year. But even for me, it's like I could easily compare myself to other people my age, other people my age who are married, who are getting married, who are having kids. Like I'm single right now. I'm not even in a relationship, not even close to that. And it's like, who cares? When I was younger, like when I was your age, I thought, okay, by 28, 29, I should be at least engaged. And then by 30, 31, 32, I'm going to have my first kid like screw that Mm -hmm. screw the timeline i'm the happiest i have ever been i am the most confident i have ever been she is i can vouch for that and it's an amazing feeling it really is Mm -hmm. so yeah that just goes to show that she right now in terms Mm -hmm. of fitting into society in terms of like the whole family marriage and kids thing she's like way out of it like she's single right now and she's like 28 
So, and look, but look how happy she is. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, I know that that will come for me in time and I'm in no rush, but right now I'm just enjoying where I'm at. I'm enjoying the journey and I'm genuinely the happiest I've ever been because I'm finally doing things for me, which is what the start of your journey was basically mm-hmm. finally doing choosing you over societal constructs mm-hmm. and people around me even. yeah and trusting and believing in manifestation and believing that you can and even just that's just trusting in yourself yeah and, you tr- and trusting that you can create your reality mm-hmm. you you do have that power we all have that power and you can also change your reality totally if you're not happy with where you're at change it you can because a lot of people put those limiting beliefs on themselves like oh i can't do this because yeah this has this is so much work and, yeah but don't ever don't ever give yourself one road to get there no because it's not going to happen the way you think it is at the end of the day it's yeah it's like 99 percent probably not the universe is going to make yeah. it happen the way that you it's supposed think. to happen in the way it wants yeah. it to happen and and the key also is action you can't just sit there and manifest and do your scripting and do all of that stuff without taking action you have to take action mm-hmm. you have to at least start working towards it in little ways yeah to make a difference or else nothing is ever going to come into fruition yeah yeah that was an amazing conversation thank you for being thank here you. you're welcome was there any last final things that you wanted to say um basically just Telling everybody that you literally can create your own reality and you may not notice it happening at first like when things are starting to unfold like for example this happening to me it feels like it just kind of happened like that and in the moment like in my journey it felt like things were happening so slow mm-hmm. things are going to creep up on you and you're not even going to notice like what is happening it's you got to zoom out and look at the bigger picture yeah a lot of people are unable to kind of zoom out yeah yeah right yeah because you we get so caught up in the now yeah but just know that you can do anything you Mm -hmm. set your mind to and the only person that can really stop you is yourself exactly your own limiting beliefs in your mind totally so well thank you so much for coming on of course michaela will definitely be a regular guest i will have her i will have her on here you'll, you'll see her face basically more than once for sure with that being said, follow her on her social medias. Why don't you tell them where they can find you? It's just all Michaela Bento, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A. Michael with an A. Yeah, Bento everywhere on everything. Yeah, so check her out if you don't already follow her. And all right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.